that the audio quality for this week's episode is not great and uh, I am dealing with some tech issues so I want to let you know that starting next week we should be back to our regular uh, audio quality. Um, If it's bothering you I would uh, humbly suggest that you skip this episode and come back next week for uh, a better audio quality experience. However, if you can handle it, today we are doing something a little different in part to accommodate the tech issues, but in part because, um, as some of you may have noticed, I've been, although I've been putting out podcasts and putting out content pretty regularly over the last six months, I have actually been dealing with some significant medical and also burnout related issues over the past six months. And I'm not talking about that this episode, but starting next week when the audio quality is better, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about kind of what's been going on as I prep for those episodes coming out and for kind of trying to reconnect with my folks outside of Patreon. I've been on Patreon the whole time, um, but just yeah, having trouble connecting on social media. I'm, it's better. I've really feel like I've reconnected with y'all in the past month or two, and I'm excited to continue reconnecting with folks who have uh, kind of joined us while I was in burnout. Um, But I have been doing a lot more on Instagram, especially. That's kind of my favorite platform. I don't really love being on social media, I got to be honest, but I really like connecting with folks. And um, Instagram is a great way for me to do that. So if you are on Instagram and you would like to follow me, you can follow me at Neurodiverging. Um, That's my page. And I am posting a lot of stories and reels and stuff. Um, What this podcast is this week is actually an Instagram reel that I've converted for you uh, into a podcast episode. It's a discussion on Uh, neurodiversity affirming versus neurodiversity friendly. We have a lot of these terms being thrown about lately. And as somebody who is neurodivergent, um, works 100% on a neurodivergent team of professionals and also works basically 100, it's probably like 94% with neurodivergent clients. I have a lot of feelings on these terms. And so I'm just going to share them with you today. Um, If you like this kind of thing, please go follow me on Instagram. I would love to see you there. And if you don't, come back next week for uh, some digging into what the real life experience of burnout is from my perspective and what I'm doing to recover from it. Thanks for being here. I was talking with a friend yesterday about um, the difference between what neurodivergent friendly means and then what neurodivergent affirming actually is, right? Um, I think these are, if you're in the neurodiversity world at all, Um, or if you yourself are neurodivergent, I'm sure you've seen the terms like neurodivergent affirming kind of strewn everywhere lately. It's like one of those um, phrases that's really popped up and I feel like it's everywhere now. And um, uh, some people are maybe using it correctly, (laughs) Um, but I feel like a lot of folks are not. And so just from my perspective as somebody who works as, who is a neurodivergent person, who works with neurodivergent people, um, and cause our whole, our whole business is neurodivergent people. And then who, you know, has neurodivergent clients is in this kind of field. Um, there's a big difference between sort of a neurodivergent or neurodiversity and people use these terms interchangeably too, as a whole nother thing, friendly approach to something and an affirming approach to something. And I kind of just wanted to, to talk about that a minute. 
maybe the best way to think about it is, and I know many of us are highly introverted and I am as well, but if we can put ourselves in mind of, you know, you're in a, a coffee shop, you're at a party, you're uh, at your kid's school pickup, you're out, you know, at the bar, whatever you do, you know, you're hanging with your friends and you meet someone new, right? Um, friendly is just sort of a politeness norm term. It just means like, hey, we don't hate you on site. <laughs> hey, we're going to smile at you. We're going to say hello. We're going to whatever your like politeness norm is, we're going to uh, at least initially invite you into our space. Um, and we're going to be like kind of okay and, and decent to you. Right. And that's like, that's cool. Like friendly is good. I'm pro friendly. Um, when I see the term neurodivergent friendly, I really think of that. I, I really think of like, okay, these folks are not like neurodivergent haters. They're not like uh, explicitly trying to exclude neurodivergent folks. And they're at least like one-on-one level aware of maybe what some of our needs are. Cause like neurodivergent is this huge word, right? Encompasses so many kinds of people. Right. Um, so, so cool. Like neurodivergent friendly. Cool. Cool. Glad you exist. Glad you're here. But there's a big difference to me between neurodivergent friendly and affirming. And I, I want to talk about that. Affirming is you meet the person at the party or at the bar or whatever, wherever social place you are, you meet them and you talk to them or you engage with them or you, you know, you do parallel play together, whatever you're doing right together. And there is an acceptance. There is a radical affirmation and acceptance of your, your being, right? It goes way beyond politeness norms. It goes way beyond, we're just going to wave and say, hi, we're friendly. And into this space of we're going to hear what you're communicating. Affirming means we're not just like being nice to you. We're not just saying, hey, you're kind of allowed here. We're saying this space is for you. We made this for you. We made this for you. We are affirming you. We are recognizing your challenges and we are meeting you in a way that goes way past friendly. And so when I see, especially, um, there are places where neurodiversity affirming, right? As best as possible. And again, neurodiversity, including so many people, like it's kind of impossible to be affirming to every single person who's under this umbrella, right? If you're, and I speak as somebody who has thought a lot about this as a, like somebody who owns a business that is meant uh, caters towards neurodivergent people and who significantly really wants to help neurodivergent people um, have better access to quality of life that we're often kind of systemically denied right now. Um, Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But, you know, the way I make things, if I'm, say, consulting with a business, the way I'm going to make things accessible to somebody with Down syndrome is different than the way we're going to make something accessible to people with, um, like, uh, brain trauma, right? Or, or physical trauma is different from the way I'm going to make things accessible to an ADHD, an autistic person, a bipolar person, a borderline person. Like these are um, huge, neurodiversity is a huge category. Neurodivergent is a huge category of people. And 
I think it's really important that if you're going to use language that says, first of all, even neurodivergent friendly, are you actually friendly to all those folks, right? Are you actually confronting all the stigma you're dealing with, um, you know, when, when you're talking about, especially folks with like um, psychiatric concerns that have been deeply stigmatized, right? Um, but also when you're using a, a very big word like neurodivergent affirming, are you actually meeting those people where they are? Are you actually integrating what they are saying their needs are and what they are saying they want and um, could use to improve their lives into your practice, into your day-to-day-to-day way of doing things, right? It's not just like, oh, that's cool feedback, we'll think about it. But it's like, are you, do you have a process for integrating those expectations and norms of, of your population, right? Um, and if you don't, I hope that you will either, well, strongly consider figuring out how to do that, right? There's lots of consultants you could, who will help you, right? Um, I'm one of them and I know many of them. Um, just do a Google. But also um, there's so much to gain from creating spaces that are truly affirming and not just for neurodivergent people, but for anybody who is in the sort of political minority, right, of, of, of empowerment in the world, right? So, you know, there's a reason that, you know, early anti-racist work and early feminist work and all of these had spaces specifically dedicated to affirming those folks' experiences, right? We need those spaces. And so if you are one of those spaces where we are building empowerment and consciousness raising um, for that group, then you're neurodivergent affirming, right? But if you are not creating a space that is actively uh, resistant to norms creating education and movement and energy uh, against, you know, sort of uh, the, the, the pressures of neurotypical society, then I don't know if you're really neurodivergent affirming. And um, I really encourage folks who are using that as kind of the buzzword to consider it in, in what they're really trying to say, right? If you're really trying to say, I want neurodivergent clients, that's cool, right? But that's different than I am creating a neurodivergent affirming space. Thank you so much for being here with me today on this slightly lower tech version of the Neurodivergent Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please come back next week for higher quality audio and also consider following us on Instagram uh, at Neurodiverging. We're also, by the way, at Neurodiverging on YouTube, uh, all the places you get your podcast. You're already listening to this, so you know that also on Pinterest, and also on Facebook. And we also have a Facebook discussion group as well. And of course, you can always find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash neurodiverging. Um, I just want to give a special shout out. I always shout out my patrons because you make this podcast possible and you let us support lower income coaching clients, which we wouldn't be able to do without those Patreon funds. But I also just want to give them a special shout out in this episode, and I'm sure in next week's episode as well, because that burnout would have been... It was awful, but it would have been so much more awful. It would have taken longer to recover from, and it would have been just the worst without y'all. Um, our Discord and the Patreon are some of my favorite places on the internet. Um, you all are such amazing, thoughtful, considerate, careful, just amazing people. And I'm so honored and thrilled to know y'all, and I just so appreciate your support. Uh, especially over the past, since the summer, really, when it got really hard. So thank you all for being there. And um, I hope to see you next week. Please remember, we are all in this together.
Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.